What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dead Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamer's Den, the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today in Quick Hits, we got a few articles to go through, but before we do that, Make sure y'all hit the links in the description to support the guy. This is music, merch, YouTube channels, whatever the case, and or direct donation. That will help me keep the show going and add better and more production to the show. Today, the main topic, we're going to be kind of getting political today and leading up to that quick hits and everything will be leading up to the main topic of today. So let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads, Final Fantasy X's Blitzball is now canon in Star Wars. So, if you're not familiar with Final Fantasy X, uh, as far as Blitzball is concerned, Final Fantasy X, I believe, was... Well, I actually talked about this on a previous episode where I went over the best Final Fantasy games by some publication, I don't remember. They put a list of the best, like, 10 or 14 Final Fantasy games ever and they ranked them so Final Fantasy 10 had a two-parter like Final Fantasy 13 did so it's Final Fantasy 10 the 10 2 Final Fantasy 13 13 2 or 14 whatever how they did that and Blitzball is like a mini game or whatever the case inside of Final Fantasy 10 so the fact this canon in Star Wars I figured this would be cool and something else uh, blah, blah, I cannot talk and <laughs> something for us to go through as you know cool little easter egg for all you star wars people if you ever wondered if people in the world of star wars play sports that don't involve racing repulsor crafts we know that they play at least one blitzball no you didn't misread that it says blitzball you know the underwater hockey like sport played by titus walker and others in final fantasy X. that's because in the canon novelized star wars brotherhood which is about the relationship between Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, a reference to Blitzball being played in a local lake is made. How do we know it's the Blitzball from Final Fantasy X? Well, the author of Brotherhood, Mike Chen, is the person who revealed this fun detail. And we have a quote. We have a quote, and apparently they have tweets from Mike as well, but we'll just go ahead and read the quote. Quote, unquote. There's a reference to a sport called Blitzball played in a local lake. Blitzball is basically underwater hockey played as a minigame in Final Fantasy X. As a former NHL writer, I freaking loved Blitzball and spent hours winning leagues. End quote. So, I'm gonna go back big screen. So, you know, this is a cool little Easter egg and something dope. You know, they kind of, Final Fantasy and Star Wars do kind of habitat the same pool if you would as far as fantasy is concerned you know like you know the the concepts and the idea and the stories of final fantasy and star wars are definitely fantasy giant empire use the force lightsabers a lot of that stuff is complete fantasy and imagination just as final fantasy games are you know there's no way that we're ever going to come across chocobos there's nowhere ever we're going to come across people getting turned into crystals because they completed a purpose or a mission. There is, it's just things that's not ever going to happen. But 
I think this is a cool little Easter egg inside of Star Wars, which apparently is now canon. And we have some tie to the Final Fantasy universe and to the Star Wars universe now. So that's pretty much cool. You know, I thought that'd be something cool to inform the Star Wars folks about. We'll do that with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We got some little bit with y'all now. Now, let's go ahead and move on to the second and last thing in Quick Hits. Headline reads, Diablo. Diablo Immortal won't launch in Belgium and the Netherlands. I said it, the Netherlands. <laughs> and the Netherlands due to loot box laws. So if you're not up to speed or up to date with the loot box situation, the loot box situation is deemed as gambling to some people and to some politicians and law officials. They see loot boxes in video games as gambling and that it promotes gambling. So there's there's been cases in the United States, there's all over the world where people are banning certain games or banning certain features to be implemented in games because it does or does not promote or push gambling. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let me scroll this up a little bit. Diablo Immortal will no longer be released in Belgium or the Netherlands due to loot boxes being illegal in both countries. The long-awaited mobile and now PC game finally arrives on June 2nd, but developer Activision Blizzard canceled the launch in the, in the two European countries just days before their release date. As reported and confirmed, Diablo Immortal will not be available there due to quote-unquote the current operating conditions in these countries, end quote. As Belgium and the Netherlands both deemed loot boxes to be gambling and they're therefore illegal. So, you know, um, this will lead us into the main topic. So I'll talk about this as the precursor to the main topic. And, well, in the y'all know, y'all you'll see why this links up with the main topic. So the loot box thing, right? It promotes gambling and that's the whole thing, right? This is in the same vein in the sentiment of the Chuck E. Cheese thing. If you've been keeping up with certain things that's been happening in, in the United States and stuff like that, you understand that Chuck E. Cheese there's been conspiracy theories that their pizza comes from the floor. They recycling pizza. It's old days, old pizza. It's all kinds of craziness. And you've had concerns of people, parents, and some kids even going on social media or making complaints or bringing it up to the light that they promote gambling to children. You go to Chuck E. Cheese. You get tokens, you got paid money from all the tokens, gamble, waste your time, try your probability with some of the games there. I get it, cool, whatever. Whether this is true or not, gambling in the sense of entertainment has always been a thing though. You know, we gamble for entertainment all, all the time, it's just as people. We bet on football games, we bet on basketball games. We we bet, I bet you, I bet you can or can't do this in five seconds. Oh, I, I, I bet you can't do this, this or that in two minutes. Oh, I bet you she can do this before better than she can. Like we gambling is a form of entertainment, I think, in human life. So therefore, when it I, I understand that gambling can get out of hand and people can have an addiction. Skip Bayless is a prime example of this, how he said he liked to gamble in his early years, in his early days. So that's why him and Shannon, they bet Mountain Dew cases. It it fixes and soothes his gambling needs and 
is something harmless. It's just soda. So when it comes to the video games, um, I mean, it is gambling, but I don't think it needs to be banned. I just think it does need to be realistic because it's a lot of these games are pay to play. They're P2P, not F2P. You know what I'm saying? There's these terms, play to play and free to play. So this is usually identified as P, the number two, another P, then F, the number two, and another P, right? So I like to stay free to play. And that's how I'm going to stay as much as possible. Other than that, you're gonna have to pay to play. And that's gonna do it for quick hits. Appreciate y'all for rocking and being around this long. If you made it here, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. Before we get into the main topic, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, high 12 p.m. noon time, 12 p.m. noon to 2 p.m. Gonna be streaming on the YouTube channel. We playing Saints Row 4 right now, reelected, playing Saints Row 4 reelected, streaming that, doing a live play through it out on the channel. So if you wanna, you know, kick some flavor and chop it up with the guys, we can talk about whatever. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let's get to a thousand subs over there. I need to hit a thousand subs by the end of this year. And if I don't, well, y'all gonna have to get up with, with that content because I'm no longer entertaining platforms and or methods where I'm gonna do something and then I'm not getting something back from it. Mm -hmm. If I, it, that's just what it is. But I'm um, gonna be doing that. And now with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the main topic. The main topic we're gonna kind of stay political because this is something i i didn't mention in the previous episode or the episode before that whichever one it was where i mentioned the the shootings the mass shootings that happened so we're gonna touch back on that but we're going to move deeper into the conversation because this is a, a conversation and something that has been what well how can i say this uh it's been alluded it's always been blamed, right? So let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads, Ted Cruz blames violent video games for mass shootings while speaking at NRA convention. Now, before we get into the article, what I do wanna say is, like I just said, video games have been blamed for a lot of violence in America for years and years and years. This, you know, it was headlines and news like this just a few years ago, and they were trying to blame Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto for gun violence. And they always seem to do that, right? They want to blame Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, just violent acts and violence in games as entertainment. Well, before I even jump off of that, I'm gonna let everybody know my stance right now. Video games are not the problem. They're not the problem. So let's go ahead and get into the article. That way we can go ahead and have this conversation. The United States has suffered multiple mass shootings this past month. 
On May 14th, a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York saw 10 people killed by an 18-year-old gunman whose manifesto suggests that the attack was fueled by white supremacy and far-right conspiracy theories. Then, on May 24th, an 18-year-old killed 19 children and two teachers at an elementary school in Texas. These horrific acts have reignited the debate about gun control in America. Despite this, the National Rifle Association is hosting its annual convention in Houston, Texas, where politicians are giving speeches, including Senator Ted Cruz. Now, this article is actually a couple days old. Yeah, so this is a couple days old from the point in time of me recording this. It is the 31st. So yeah, for this particular episode. So it was three days prior to this. So this could have passed, be coming up or be during it right now, whatever the case may be, but that's nonetheless. Let's go keep going. During his speech at the NRA convention, Ted Cruz suggested that mass shootings in the US are a result of issues like people playing violent video games and not going to church. Ha. He said that he said that a combination of those two factors and others have an impact on young Americans. We have a quote. Quote unquote. Tragedies like the events of this week are a mere for are are a mere forcing us to ask hard questions demanding that we see where our culture is failing. Looking at broken families, absent fathers, declining church attendance, social media bullying, violent online content, desensitizing the act of murder in video games, chronic isolation, prescription drugs, and, opi and opioid abuse, and their collective effects on the psyche of young Americans." End quote. Those in attendance applauded, Cruz for his remarks and stuff like that. Okay. So he said, okay, so we see what he thinks fuels this, these, these instances and these happenings, right? I disagree. Like I just told y'all, I 100% disagree because video games are not the lead cause of people committing these crimes. Now, my take on this stuff previously was what these people are disturbed people can become disturbed they're mentally disturbed you know they can be pure evil whatever the case may be but one way or the other these people chose to do what they do see they're what they want to do in media and just politics and stuff like that they want to eliminate accountability they want to eliminate personal accountability and choice as the report said, and as it apparently is stated, in fact, both of these people were 18 year old men. They were 18 year old young men who made a conscious choice one way or another to shoot people, to shoot people. Okay. And one of them had a manifesto apparently that I will read from the article again that says an 18 year old gunman whose manifesto suggests that the attack was fueled by white supremacy and far right conspiracy theories. Let's look at this country called the United States of America slash North America. This country, one of the pillars that holds this country up is prejudice. Prejudice holds this country up because that's 
one of the elements and point of views that has built this country and that is ingrained into the people of this country. So when I'm hearing on the news headlines that an 18 year old person who was white and white supremacy, whatever, he writes a manifesto and clearly is stating out why he is or isn't doing anything and shoots a place full of people. Okay, I don't think of video games. Why would the video game do that? The video games don't promote this. The video games don't talk about this. The video games don't, don't push none of these. They don't push supremacy. They don't push, they don't push racism. Not that I'm aware of. There are ratings. The ESRB rates video games. You have rated E, rated T, rated M, rated RP. RP stands for rate pending. So I do not agree with anyone who thinks video games influence and push violence into the real world. The culture of this country does that. When you have it taught in your history books, you have it seen on social media and television day in and day out that, hey, police, built, police forces, law enforcement have killed and beat black people, white people, Mexican people. It doesn't matter one way or another. This type of violent behavior has been deemed and accepted as acceptable and OK in the United States for certain people. Now, whether it's a white person, a black person, whatever, it doesn't matter. There's been things happening on the New York subway, apparently for the past few weeks and days. And these are black people, white people, disturbed people, people off their meds, whatever the case. So for someone to commit a violent act does not directly stem from a video game. I play, I, I can play a game for hours and not once do I think I'm going to go outside and do exactly what I just did. I'm a, um, you know, I'm gonna say this. Why would I risk my livelihood? Right? Cause this is where one of the things, uh, this is what I like to think, right? Why would I risk my livelihood? If I can pay my bills, go get myself some food, take care of my, my people, myself, whatever the case. If my livelihood is taken care of, why would I go risk it for a sale in 25 to life? Why? Why would I need to go do that? I don't need to do that. So when I see in here, 18 year old men are out here shooting up the place, well, they're disturbed. They may or may not be bullied. They may feel empowered because of how they are being taught the culture they grow up in. So this stems. So if do y'all remember when the pandemic started and all this stuff, and then it came out that, oh, the media was uh, were pushing out that the COVID-19, whatever came from China. And then the Asian Americans were getting bullied and beat the fuck up, excuse the language for the sensitive ears, but they were getting beat up and dog walked Alabama Roll Tide dog walked all kinds of stuff to the point where they made the the, uh, the hate crime bill right video games didn't tell people to do that either did it nope and let's go ahead and bring it up i have it right here directly from the dot gov itself right so this is the hate crime bill right the hate crimes act 
that Biden signed in, I believe, whatever the case, mind you. And this was such a big thing with content creators, black people, whatever people, because for hundreds of years and decades and decades, all kinds of other nationalities and groups of people have been getting hate, hate crime against them. Beat, killed, stale, uh, stole from, raped, robbed, whatever you want to call it. All these other nationalities and groups of people just been happening on the same soil. But all of a sudden, when when the Asians get fucked up, it's a, it's a fucking problem. You know, so you just, I call it for what it is. It's some bullshit. But nonetheless, right here, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get into this, right? Congress finds the following. I'm going to go all the way one through six. Congress finds the following. One, following the spread of COVID-19 in 2020, there has been a dramatic increase in hate crimes and violence against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. This off the rip specifically states them and nobody else. Them and no one else. <laughs> you understand me. Now, more or less, it probably does realistically apply to everyone, but this specifically states them. Now, I don't hate no type of Asian people, whatever. I love, I like everybody for the most part, as long as you ain't, you already know how I'm rocking. As long as you ain't disrespecting nobody, as long as whatever you doing is not intentionally or, yeah, intentionally and unintentionally harming somebody, I don't give a damn what you do. As long as whatever you doing ain't giving your people disease, as long as whatever you do, you ain't doing nothing negative and the ramifications of what you're doing not negative to your people or the group or whatever you choose to claim. I don't give a damn. So let's go on. Number two, according to a recent report, there were nearly 3,000 reported cases of anti-Asian discrimination and incidents related to COVID-19 between March 19, 1920 and February 28, 2021 in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Number three, during this time frame, race has been cited as the primary reason for discrimination, making up over 90% of incidences of incidents and the United States condemns and denounces any and all anti-Asian and Pacific Islander sentiment in any form. Do I need to continue? I think I do. Number four, Roughly 36% of these incidents took place at a business and more than 2 million Asian American businesses have contributed to the diverse fabric of American life. Number five, more than 1.9 million Asian American and Pacific Islander older adults, particularly those adults who are recent immigrants or have limited English proficiency, may face even greater challenge in dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, including discrimination, economic insecurity, and language isolation. Number six, in the midst of this alarming surge in anti-Asian hate crimes and incidents, a shooter murdered the following eight people in the Atlanta, Georgia region, seven of whom were women and six of whom were women of Asian descent. I'm not reading the names, but right, right. So no video games. I don't, like, like what, what, what video game is going to teach you to go out here and hate on people to the point where you're going to shoot them. 
you don't like somebody so much to the point you're going to shoot them. I don't like a lot of people. I don't like a lot of things, but you don't see me going up, tearing up the town, purging everything in sight. You don't see me doing that, do you? Nope. Why? You ever stop to think about why anybody does anything that they do? Like, like a lot of people forget to ask why. Because a lot of people don't want to be held accountable for what they do, and they don't want to hold people accountable for what they do. It is what it is. The sky was blue yesterday, tomorrow, and today. The grass going to be green today, tomorrow, and yesterday. It's not going to change. These young men were 18 years old. One way or another got access to a gun and decided to shoot some people. I am fucking tired of this argument that video games are leading people to commit mass homicide and drop bodies like it ain't nothing. Cut the bullshit, bro. Just fucking cut it. Cut it out. These people are disturbed, mentally disturbed, became disturbed, abused throughout their life. The, these dudes were 18 years old. They're 18. In this country, you are seen as a child, even when you are of a legal age and considered an adult. And let's keep it all the way 100. Let's keep it a whole K. Even outside of the law, we in this country of the United States of America deem a whole grown ass adult that could be 23 years old as a fucking child. Go ahead, blow your 20s. We, as a fucking country, tell everybody, blow your first 30 years of your life. If this is a fucking sports game, they tell you to blow the first quarter. They telling you to blow the whole first quarter. Why would you blow the entire first quarter if the goal is to win the game? Why would you blow the first quarter? So understand me. People, I'm going big screen. People, this shit is happening. Video games aren't doing this. Now, is there a desensitization of violence in video games? Yes, I can agree with that. But if we gonna say that, we gotta say this about the movies. Zero Dark Thirty, Black Hawk Down, um, um, whatever. Oh, 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 never back down. Any MMA fight movie, never back down. One, two, and three. Let's um what was it? What is it? Not uh damn. Uh, cause there's that boyka in it. Dang. I forgot what that shit was called, but um, no, Undisputed, Undisputed 1, Undisputed 2, Undisputed 3, they fighting up in jail. They beating everybody's ass. Oh, let's talk about the Saw movies. Like that ain't fucking nasty and shit. You want to talk about video games influencing people to do this shit. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody caught somebody lacking in the middle of America and took their phone and kidnapped them and then had them locked up in a barn and shit like that. Oh wait, that already happened, right? Do y'all remember almost about 10 plus years ago or hell, a little under 10 years ago, whatever the case, where them girls finally got saved because they was kidnapped for them near 10 years prior to that or whatever in Cleveland? See, I really wish, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I'm about to, uh, oh, 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 hold up. I'm about to find that article. Hold on. Nap in. All right, we about to go big screen. I mean, we about to go little screen. 
Yeah, yeah, look, it say it right here. It say it right here. The Lost Girls are Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina DeJesus, maybe. Well, I'm gonna say DeJesus, because I like to be funny, DeJesus. Three innocent young women who were kidnapped, imprisoned, and repeatedly molested and beaten in a Cleveland home basement for over a decade by a depraved man named Ariel Castro. Their incredible escape in May 2013 made headlines all over the world. Y'all think I'm bullshitting. Y'all think I'm bullshitting. I can I can literally link this up to the Saw movie. Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, however many you got. Did he torture them, rip their toenails off, cut them out, make them swallow goddamn nails and bolts and keys and shit and be like, all right, cut her open to do it. You got to kill her to do it. And if you don't do it, you'll both die. No, but what in the Saw movie is being promoted and pushed? Kidnapping. I can kidnap people and get away with it. Because what happens? Saw one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Something happens, the man is displeased, or the people are displeased, they don't like how they've been treated, they don't like how whatever or whoever made them feel, they they needed some help, a service, whatever. I mean, the one movie, he was like, I got cancer, or I got this, and y'all can't help me, you declining me, you telling me my medical insurance ain't good, but this is the point of having medical insurance, right? So they can help cover some of the costs if I need this, but you saying that it is, and I don't have the money, I don't have nothing, I'm an old ass fucking coot ass bat, I don't have no money, I don't got no support, don't nobody fuck with me, all right, fuck you then, bitch. And what he do? Kidnap the nigga, put a nigga in a contraption, all kinds of shit. Every single movie. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears, but every single movie, one of these. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. And I remember it because I watched some of this case and some of this trial, whatever, on the news. Ten years. Ten years, bro. That is called disturbed. That is called disturbed. This is why I say these people are disturbed. This country is built on violence. One of the pillars, another pillar of this country that holds this shit up is violence. When it's all said and done, shoot somebody, beat somebody, do whatever. That's what this country was built up on. Violence, the destruction, and just the decaying effects of violence. And you gonna tell me, pressing ABXY, triangle square circle X, is the reason why somebody then got hold of a gun and shot somebody? You out your motherfucking mind. You out your mind, bro. You out your mind. I can speak for me. I play, I press a button on the game. I don't think I need to shoot somebody in real life. Hell, even when you play GTA, the moment you shoot somebody, star. Two stars, three stars, five stars. When you get six, it's all hell break loose. You got the police, you got the army, you got the ATF and the CIA on your ass once you got six stars. So, so when it's all said and done, man, no, nah, bro, I'm gonna call it for what it is. These people are disturbed and it's because these people are disturbed, but even though they are disturbed, these people have made the conscious choice to shoot people and kill people and they need to be dealt with accordingly simple as that they need to be dealt with accordingly it do hey what i say i don't give a damn if it's a cucumber with an ak-47 it got to get dealt with accordingly i'm not sitting here don't take away nobody's guns none of that but how about teach people how to use guns in the proper time to to use the gun how about that 
Because I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, take away people's guns. Nope, because that's the other part of this conversation. Guns, gun laws. Oh, no guns need to be there. No, 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 no. Time out. Don't take away nobody's guns. People, what I think is every American, because since we're talking about America, every American should have the right to own a gun, number one, unless you violating based on whatever parameters, right? But I think everybody should have a gun and or be able to obtain a gun. And I think everybody should be required to learn how to use, maneuver, implicate a firearm, gun, whatever you want to call it. That's what I think. Everybody should be well-versed and know how to use one, clean one, fix one, or at the basic level, know how to put the magazine in, cock it back, check the one in the chamber, and go. Everybody should be able to do that. Everybody should be, everybody should have the right to go about that. I don't like, let me tell y'all something about me. I never, I, I, I never grew up with a toy gun. My parents didn't want me to grow up thinking that it was a toy or something that it could be played with. So I never had a Nerf gun. I never had a cap gun, whatever. But I had friends growing up who had these Nerf guns, cap guns, BB guns. So that was the only time I could actually play around with it, whatever the case. And granted, it wasn't even all the time. So when we did play with it, it was just end up being a luxury at that point as far as entertainment purposes as a child. But in my mind, even as a child, I knew that if this was a real gun, I would have to tell somebody to put it away, put it in your, in your waist, put it in your pocket or give it to me, put it in my waist, put it in my pocket. We cannot play with this. This is not a toy. So me personally, I take firearms and guns very seriously. So if it comes to a point in my life where I ever have to raise a pistol, a semi-automatic, I don't give a damn if it's 3D printed or real. I'm going to shoot you and I'm not going to feel no way about it because at this point, all right, if I got to pull this out, that means there's a situation that I'm in or I'm around to the point where it's serious enough that I have to pull out this type of weaponry. This type of weaponry is required because now the situation or the environment that I'm in is now becoming out of control. And if all other forms and faucets of ways to to compress and keep things in order have failed so be it then i'm gonna start shooting in the air not at people so at the end of the day the one guy was 18 years old and he was a clear racist the other guy 18 years old i don't know because i personally don't dive too deep into these mass shootings i just take them as disturbed people or people who have their reasons and it has been clear to see that they're writing their, these things down and they're going on these kamikaze suicide missions and like yo f it this is what i'm choosing to do so if that's what people choose to do well this is america you got the freedom to do whatever you want you can choose and do whatever you want but just know that there are repercussions to it in one way shape or another whether it's direct indirect energy karma spiritual whatever something is going to happen and then something may or may not ever happen but to sit here and blame video games 
a form of entertainment on mass, blame mass shootings, blame, yeah, put mass shootings on video games, video mass shootings, however it's supposed to be, and blame video games for that, that's completely false. Because at that point, the entire entertainment industry is at fault for that. That's what I'm gonna say. If you gonna put it on video games, put it on the entire entertainment industry, and let's just live in the utopia that everybody keeps crying about that they don't realize that you're currently living in. This is the utopia you want. PC culture, pussy ass niggas, soft ass people, everybody touchy feely. Why, why, why? Cry, 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 whatever the hell it is. And then when something real happened, oh, can't nobody say nothing because you put it to the point where, oh, if you say this, you this, that, and the third. And then you get crucified to the point where this is cancel culture. You get crucified to the point where you lose your damn job. Like, that's fucking insane because y'all want everything to be nice. Let me tell y'all something because I think I said it before. If you want everything to be 100% positive, that means when everything goes bad, it will be 100% bad. So, hey, keep pushing for this complete positive utopia world. Go ahead, keep pushing for it. And when it's 100%, 80% good, it's going to go 100%, 80% bad. That's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Den. If you like it, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe for more. I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.